Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people, present Raise the Roof every fourth Wednesday of the month. We advocate for affordable, secure and appropriate housing. So listen up every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, this is the Housing for the Aged Action Group show. My name's Shane, and I'm joined in the studio by Pam, who's a member of HAG and also a member of the management committee at HAG. Hello, Shane. How Uh, are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, thanks for having me. So we'll start out with a bit of news. Uh, Consumer Affairs Victoria has announced that they've commenced criminal proceedings against Stephen George Snowden uh, for operating the Berkeley Village Retirement Village in Patterson Lakes when he was not permitted to do so. You might remember Berkeley Living. It was in the news a bit last year. Um, the staff en masse walked out one day because mm. they hadn't been paid in some months. That's right, um, yeah. Leaving a whole lot of uh, very vulnerable older residents, including some with Alzheimer's and, and you know similar sort of cognitive issues, uh, just abandoned and being brought in pizza. Oh, um, the state authorities, including Victoria Police, had to intervene. Um, and So what was the outcome? Uh, well, the closure comes after the owners of units in the village who are financial victims of convicted criminal Stephen Snowden were hit with threats of fines and building repair costs in excess of $500,000 by the city of Kingston in Melbourne's southeast after the building was deemed dangerous. My goodness. So it's just a guy who should never have been allowed to operate a retirement village and really did a lot of damage to people's lives and their finances. Exactly, people yeah. desperately trying to recover the money for the sale of their units years later, uh, or their families are. And it's great that Consumer Affairs are taking some action against him, uh, even if it's coming a little late for, for some of the residents there. Yeah, it takes a long time, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it certainly seems to. Um, so in another piece of news, last Wednesday, the uh, Federal Senate agreed to an inquiry into Job Active. Um, that's the the sort of uh, the part of the the privatised part of Centrelink or you know auxiliary to Centrelink oh, that, right. that supposedly helps you get a job or, right. or provides yep, training yep, and things yep, like that. Yep, yep, um, yep. That was that was uh, pushed by the Australian Unemployed Workers Union, um, and it's going to be a high level investigation into the abuses and wastefulness of a seven billion dollar privatised employment services system. Mm-hmm. Um, the Australian Unemployed Workers Union is now launching its December deluge campaign with plans to flood the Senate with submissions about the reality of Job Active. And at HAG, we've often heard from older workers who are older people who are looking for work, mm. but facing really significant age discrimination in the employment market. Exactly, yeah. And being forced to participate in totally inappropriate activities, you know, training that's designed for uni student, you know, graduates, you know, exactly, student, kids yeah, out of high yeah, school, things yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. Um, that does them no good whatsoever. No. And 
uh, just being harassed really by the system. And some older people just want to have a, a little bit of a job where they can earn a little bit of money and mm-hmm. just just be active, just be social and in the um, in the workforce. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They just want to participate and give back. Yeah. Um, the government's less and less inclined to accept that volunteer work is a is a valid form of contribution. <laughs> Saves um, them a lot of money, mate. That's right. <laughs> the, um, so if you're an older worker or any any worker, but in particular. Uh, an older worker who's had experience with the Job Active system, uh, we'd love for you to contact the Senate and let them know about your experiences. Um, so that's our well, that's our main news for this month. But we'll talk a little bit more about news when we come back to the Residential Tenancies Act amendment bill that's before Parliament at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, Pam, do you want to tell our listeners a bit about how you got involved in EdHack? Yeah, well, um, I live in social housing mm-hmm. um, and um, been there 18 years. Mm-hmm. I was the supervisor there and um, then they uh, changed their, uh, how can I say it kindly, they changed their way of doing things. They didn't want to have the a, a duty of care anymore mm-hmm. um, and um, so they got rid of all of the supervisors and put a CEO in who sits at a desk and negates out uh, maintenance jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I still got people coming to my door wanting help with yeah. things and that, you know, especially people like um, a friend there that's Latvian. She doesn't understand all the English mm-hmm. um, things that she gets, so she brings them to me to read them and that. So I thought there's got to be something out there that's um, available for these people. So mm-hmm. um, I spoke. I was talking to a friend of mine one day, uh, Kathy, who was a member of HAG, mm-hmm. and she said, why don't you come and join? So that's what I virtually did, and I'm finding that um, they do a heck of a lot of good for a lot of different people, you know, in, um, in public housing, mm-hmm. um, social housing, mm-hmm. retirement villages, yep. um, caravan parks, all sorts of things. Anybody that's got a problem, and I also have realised that um, some of the people that live where I live, they said, oh, we, we, we ring them up when we've got a problem or we hmm. do this, you know. And I thought, well, that's great, you know, because uh, it's it's all what they have to do, you know, because um, the the people out there, they don't, uh, they don't understand that, you know, it might be a small problem for somebody, but it's a big problem for an elderly person mm. sometimes to have you know, no heating or, yeah. um, or the hot water's blocked or something. You know, they just don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you said you lived in social housing for 18 years. How yep. do you find that? Uh, look, I love it. Um, I, I live in Armadale mm. and it's a, a lovely environment and um, um, I'm very fortunate. I've got a very nice little unit mm-hmm. um, and, um, yeah, I just I just find it's great. I, I just find it's been a lifesaver for me because I had uh, I had no other um, outlook when I, when I came there mm-hmm. and it's pretty much a well-kept secret about all these little <laughs> uh, social housing places mm-hmm. and you find out from a friend or something, I used to go and pick a lady up and take her out and that's mm-hmm. how I found out about it. And, and when you ask somebody, that's how they virtually found out about We've got uh, five sites in Paran and mm-hmm. Armadale and um, East Malvern and, um, yeah, um, everybody's gets on really well and it's, it's it's quite a nice place to live, you know. We do have our problems with uh, getting maintenance done and things like that, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we just uh, we just plug on with that and hope hope that it will change as we go along, you yeah. know. And uh, luckily I've got uh, some nice people at, uh, at um, the housing action group um, sort of uh, stepping in and, and, and being the voice for us a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. 
Um, and now you're involved in the committee of management at HAG. How did you decide to I am. escalate to that level? <laughs> well, um, I still haven't told my son because <laughs> after I've been involved in community radio for 16 and a half years and mm. I, I said after I left the last committee, no more committees. And he, <laughs> said, he said, all right, I'll keep you to that. So <laughs> I haven't told him. But, um, but just, just because um, I was approached and I thought it was just a a valuable thing to be part of, and I wanted to contribute. So that's virtually why I did, yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, it is so well run. It is just so organised and so beautifully run, mm. and that makes a big difference when you're on a committee, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> the, um, well, do you want to plug your other radio show while we're at? Oh, no, I better not. It's another no, radio station. Right. <laughs> I, actually, I, I, I started 16 and a half years ago at a place called Inner FM in Heidelberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, I went to Golden Days Radio, who plays all the old music. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at Southern FM in Brighton. And uh, I do community programs, which fits in very much with what I, I enjoy doing. I have people come in from the um, Bayside Community Health and talk about what they've got available available for all the all the children and all the adults and that out there mm-hmm. and also um, the uh, Hyatt uh, Neighbourhood Community House mm-hmm. and they also have activities as well as uh, a lunch once a week and all that sort of thing. And I just love doing that sort of thing, yeah. So, yeah, that's my main thing. But I do a jazz program on Saturday night as well. So oh, if, nice. anyone, if anyone's lonely <laughs> on a Saturday night, listen in to <laughs> 10 till midnight on Saturday night. It's not as good as the 3CR jazz <laughs> program, I've got to say that, but it's, it's pretty good. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's sponsored by the Victorian Jazz Club and uh, 3CR's program is um, everybody will tell you, everybody that's a jazz fan will tell you that the 3CR jazz program is the best one. Okay. (laughs) I'll have to to give both of them a listen. (laughs) You will, yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you're uh, if you're living in social housing, or you'd like to live in social housing, uh, or you have some sort of problem, you know the kinds of things that Pam was talking about earlier, we'll give out the contact information for Hag at the end of the show. So get a, a pen and paper ready if you'd like to get in touch with us for some advice or some help. Uh, right now, we're going to hear a song. I've got a request from Pam to hear Paul Kelly, and it's going to be "Don't Let a Good Thing Go." And we'll be back in just a tick. Fight for your mic. Want to support 3CR's diverse and independent voices? Well, it's not too late, and we still need your support. Donate now by calling 9419 8377 or donate online at www.3cr.org.au or post us a cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. Fight for your mic. Uh, welcome back to the Housing for the Aged Action Group show. My name's Shane and I'm in the studio with Pam. The, um, over the last couple of years, we've told you a number of times on this show about the review that's been going on into the Residential Tenancies Act in Victoria, the legislation that covers all kinds of rental arrangements in the state. In fact, just last month, I was telling you to, to call your local member of parliament to remind them that uh, the, you know there were very few sitting days left in the parliament and they still hadn't introduced the legislation. Well, now I'm happy to say they have introduced the legislation. Uh, There's a bill before the Parliament, the Residential Tenancies Act Amendment Bill, uh, and we're quite excited about a lot of the provisions in that bill. Uh, But it's quite complicated. It's, you know, 500-odd pages of legislation. Uh, So we wanted to talk a bit today about what's in there and what what it might mean uh, for older tenants in particular. 
Now, the first thing that I want to emphasize about this is that it's just a bill at this stage. It hasn't passed the parliament. So we're talking about uh, changes that are proposed, but not changes that have actually happened. And at this point, we still don't know whether they'll actually get enough support in the upper house to pass the legislation. Uh, Even if they do, it won't come into effect until 2020. Um, The reason I emphasize these things is because every time there's a news article about a proposed change to the to the law of tenancies, we get calls years later from people saying, no, no, it definitely changed. I read about it. So no changes yet. Um, hopefully some changes on the way that will be that will be quite important. Now, Pam's holding a copy of the old HAG manifesto, which is a set of benchmarks for older persons' housing, the things that HAG considers to be essential and really important uh, in the provision of housing for older people. And I thought we might go through those one by one and talk about how the bill uh, speaks to those particular areas. Mm-hmm. So what's the first one? Security of tenure. Older people have the right to secure tenure for as long as that housing is their preferred option. Yeah, so the bill makes some big improvements in the area of security of tenure. Um, Number one, it gets rid of the no reason notice to vacate. So uh, currently in Victoria, your landlord can always, unless you're in a fixed term lease, uh, can give you 120 days notice and get get you out of the house for no reason. Uh, and as well as that, just sort of fundamentally undermining the idea that it's that it's your own home, we hear again and again from tenants that it really discourages them from exercising their rights. Um, I, I can give you the example because I'm a exactly. renter myself. Yeah. Um, we've got a problem with a door that doesn't close anymore in my house and we talk all the time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thumbs up from Pam. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> should, should we ask for that? You know, should we ask for that to get fixed? But if we do, you know, are we going to be looking at a 120-day notice when our, when our lease is up? Yeah. So... The notice, and you know, I'm a professional tenant advocate. You'd think if anyone was going to assert their rights, it'd be me, but absolutely not. Um, It frightens people. It it frightens people. And and it's a realistic fear. Yeah. So the the bill uh, abolishes the no reason notice to vacate. So the landlord will have to give a reason if they want you to leave the house, and they will have to provide certain kinds of evidence that the reason is true. Um, So hopefully that will be a big improvement. Right. Another big change in terms of security of tenure is that Uh, At the moment, if the landlord serves a valid notice to vacate, uh, unless it's for rent arrears and you're able to pay them back, the the tribunal has to evict you if there's a valid notice to vacate. Under the the bill, the tribunal not only has to consider whether the notice is valid, but whether it's reasonable and proportionate in the circumstances to evict you. So the tribunal might say, yes, they've they've served a valid notice, but there's, there's no need for you to be evicted in these circumstances. And that might arise in particular in circumstances where you get a breach of duty notice for something that's pretty trivial, which can often be the case because, you know, things like, you know, minor differences in people's standards about cleaning or, you know, hanging your laundry out in a way that's annoying for your neighbours. These kind of small things um, can be the basis for eviction. So the tribunal will now have to consider whether that's really appropriate. Um, The other thing in terms of security of tenure, which isn't exactly in the bill but is kind of adjacent to it, is the government's also going to introduce a new longer-term lease. Um, So that'll be a special lease with a special set of conditions that's designed to facilitate longer tenure. For Um, older people. uh, Well, for anyone. For anyone. But we know from from a lot of research that, and from our experience that older people in particular are, are desiring longer leases, longer, greater security of tenure. Yes. So hopefully, depending on the details that we haven't seen yet, that will be a big win for older people in it terms of security be. of tenure. It will be too, yeah, yeah. Okay, the second thing on the list is affordable. Older people have the right to accommodation where the cost is not a financial burden. Um, so there's there's not really good news in this area in, the, in terms of the bill. So... Um, the, the, there's only certain things that the bill can actually deal with in, in any case, you know, there's, there's no change to the law about rental 
about renting that's going to help you if you're a person, for example, on Newstart, when we know that the exact number of affordable rental properties for someone on Newstart in Victoria is zero. Mm. So the, the bill doesn't change that, but, but also can't really change that. Um, it could have made some improvements in terms of you know, limiting rent increases to CPI or something like that. But early in the process, the government made it very clear that they were absolutely not going to do anything like that. They weren't going to interfere with the market, obsessed with the market. Mm. Um, mm. So the market will continue to set rents. And to be honest, it will continue to set rents that are not af- simply not affordable for anyone who's on Newstart, for most people who are on age pensions, and for, for many people on low incomes across the community. And there are quite a lot of people, and I know some personally, that are paying $600, $800 rent out of their pension yeah. per month. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, a so lot of money. The, the standard is that if you're paying more than 30% of your income in rent, then it's considered to be housing stress. Exactly, um, yeah. Which is you know just another word for poverty, really. And we routinely see people at HAG who are paying as much as 80% of their pension in rent. Yeah, exactly. And you know, yeah. deciding each week whether they're going to buy they're gonna eat meals, or pay yeah, bills, or in, buy exactly. their yeah, like that's that. right. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and, and a lot of them don't know about a public housing or um, uh, a social housing that they can um, put their name down and get into. You know. Yeah. And um, I think uh, we provide a list, don't we, of all the different places that are available for them. So for older Victorians who are financially disadvantaged, if you want to get in touch with HAG, we can definitely talk to you about not only providing you with some resources, but getting you hooked up with a an outreach worker who's, who's is a specialist in that area mm. and we'll try and facilitate you getting into social or public housing as quickly as possible. Yes. Well, we placed, uh, I know they've placed two or three in the establishments where I live. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So that's great. Yeah. So what's next? Available. Older people have the right to access a range of housing options and accommodation types that can be obtained within a reasonable period of time. Mm-hmm. So again, the, the bill's not going to help with that, but it's also not really designed to. It's outside the scope of that act. What, what HAG really thinks in the area of availability is that the government needs urgently to commit to building more public housing, yeah. uh, public and social housing, mm-hmm. but in particular public housing, which is well established to be by far the best option. Mm. Um, so the, the bill's not doing that, uh, and that's something that we definitely need to keep pressure on the government about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, accessible. Older people need housing that is purpose-designed for suitable access and is adaptable as a person ages. That's important, I think. Yeah, so there are some improvements in that area. Um, At the moment, the Act doesn't require a landlord to to let you make changes like uh, those sorts of accessibility, adaptability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, things like rails. Mm. Um, The bill will allow... Uh, renters to make reasonable modifications, especially in the area of things like disability uh, access and, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But also just really basic things like putting picture hooks in the walls, which at the moment you can't even do that without your landlord's permission, which talk about, you know, yeah. taking away your, your sense of ownership or your sense of having a home. Exactly, yeah. um, so the, the Act makes some big changes in terms of allowing just basic changes to the home to make it safe uh, yeah. and adaptable for you. Uh-huh. And uh, the last one is well-maintained. Older people have the right to a home that is maintained in good condition to a modern standard with appropriate health and safety features. Yeah, so one of the big changes with the Act, or sorry, with the Bill, uh, is that it will introduce minimum standards for rental properties. So at the moment there are no minimum standards for rental properties. There's nothing the landlord has to provide. 
Um, they have to make sure that everything in the property is in good working order, but they don't have to provide, for example, a heater. Mm. They don't have to provide, you know, there's nothing that they have to actually provide you. So the Act will change that. It will introduce a set of minimum standards that can be uh, changed and updated from time to time by the government. Uh, and that will include things like heating, uh, you know, probably things like sanitation. We very much hope it will include some energy efficiency requirements mm. Uh, mm. because one thing that we see again and again is people forced to take, you know, whatever private rental they can afford. And when they can afford the rent, it's a property with no insulation, drafty, yeah. you know, the, the heating costs are yeah. absolutely out of control yeah. uh, and just continuing to trap people in poverty. Right. The, yeah. the other thing that's a big change is that the requirements uh, or the, the opportunities for a, a tenant to kind of compel a landlord to do repairs, if they're hesitant, if they're recalcitrant about it, um, are going to be much, much stronger. Right. So at the moment, you can go to VCAD if you need some repairs done and ask the tribunal to, to order that you pay rent into the rent special account, which is a separate account. And basically, your landlord doesn't get your rent until they do the repairs. Right. But yeah. the tribunal is very hesitant to make those orders. It doesn't like to do that. Yeah. The changes will be that if your landlord ignores a VCAD order, if they don't do the repairs that are required... Uh, the tribunal will have to order that the rent be withheld from the landlord or paid into this separate account. Separate account, yeah. And if they want that money, they're going to have to do those repairs. Well, that's, that's very good. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of changes that we're very happy about. Yeah. Um, we're nearly out of time now, so maybe we won't have time to talk uh, about some of the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but one that's a, a big change that's gotten some press is... Uh, better provisions to protect renters with pets. Right. Um, so yes. your landlord, yes. if they want to refuse you the right to have a pet, will need to obtain a tribunal order and they'll have to have a good reason why you shouldn't be able to have oh, that particular that's pet. that's excellent. That is excellent. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. tons of research as well as obviously lots of anecdotal experience that yeah. pets are really a, a massive boon to the health and well-being of older people. They're important for older people. They Absolutely. really are. Yeah. Um, can really contribute to keeping people connected and, and healthy. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a kind of a quick summary. If you're interested in more information about the bill, you can get in touch with us at HAG or, and I apologize for the late notice, you could come along tomorrow from 10.30 to 1 p.m. Uh, when HAG's having its uh, general meeting at the Hayden Raysmith Room at level four of 247 to 251 Flinders Lane. That's Ross House uh, in the CBD. And that's mm. quite close to Flinders Street Station. Again, the address is 247 to 251 Flinders Lane. Uh, the general meeting will start at 10.30. And one of the things on the agenda is to update our members about the, the changes to the Residential Tenancies Act. Um, and we'll go into more detail as well about some things that we didn't cover today, which is what the changes will mean for people in uh, caravan and residential parks, because right. there are yes. also some, some big changes in those areas. Very good. Um, and we need members too, Shane. Yes, if you'd like to get involved in HAG, we're coming up to the time when we'll give out HAG's contact information. So if you haven't got your pen and paper ready uh, or your mobile phone out or whatever you want to take your notes on, um, get get them ready now. Um, so the other things at the, the general meeting will be the launch of the 2018 Home and Housed Report, uh, an update on community education, uh, report backs from the National Homelessness Conference and about the National Project. Uh, and general information about how HAG's been going over the last few months. We will also be celebrating the 80th birthday (laughs) of our esteemed chair, Chair Phil Williams, Mm. uh, as well as the second birthday of uh, Gemma, our community, fearless community education worker. Gemma's daughter, Mia, is turning two. Lovely. Uh, And it's always nice to have some some toddlers around the office. The... 
phone number for HAG if you do want to get in touch. And like we were saying before, if you either need to improve your housing situation um, because you're struggling to afford the rent or for any other reason, um, get in touch with us. If you're having problems in social or public housing or retirement village, whatever it might be, get in touch with us and we'll see what we can do. Uh, The number is 9654-7389. Again, that's 9654-7389. The um, that's all we have time for uh, this this month. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks, Pam, for coming in. You're welcome. Uh, any last words for the listeners before we we wrap up? Um, just uh, keep warm, keep mm-hmm. safe, and uh, you know, good housing. <laughs> that's right. Um, so we're going to finish off with a landlord song of the month. This is Basil Gabadon, and we're going to hear Mr. Landlord. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> mm-hmm.